the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Friday Eve. Is it Friday? Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love our Thursdays here in the Andrea K Show because we start to roll into Friday here. And uh, we've got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight because uh, we are we close to going at war with Iran? Well, Jesse Jane Duff, gunnery sergeant and senior fellow at the London Center for Policy Research, is going to be here. Perfect timing to have uh, my favorite female uh, military expert is going to be on the show. We got to talk about that because I mean this is this is a pretty serious situation going on here. Uh, we got to talk about Sarah Sanders. She's leaving her spokesposition. We got breaking news here in San Diego that everybody across the nation wants uh, should really pay attention to you Republicans because it involves one of the few congressional seats we still have out here in California. And uh, then we're going to get into a little pop culture because we've got to find out why five uh, convicted murderers are suddenly being considered victims uh, by Netflix. Remember Netflix. Um, the, Netflix now has – who's on the board of directors now, Netflix? Oh, they gave Obama a deal. You know, Netflix does some good pro- programming like Bird Box, and then they go off the rails. We've got a guest come on. Carrot Sticks, that was a good show, man. That was a good movie. But <laughs> – um, but they do some good programming, but we've got a guest on tonight who's who says that we need to understand the racism against white America that is involved in, in a project that they've got going. So jam-packed show for you guys tonight. But I'm going to make room for you. Either I'm going to try to read some of your comments on uh, the show tonight from Facebook and Twitter. I posted uh, the question earlier today, who should replace Sarah Sanders? Got some really interesting suggestions and uh, But anything else that's on your mind, 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. And if you want to call in and tell DJ Carrot Sticks that he's absolutely wrong, Bird Box was brilliant. And speaking of the man, y'all know who it is. That's your intro, man. So many friends in San Diego. <laughs> My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> There was some good answers there on your question of who's re- who should replace uh, Sarah Sanders. Um, my favorite was by one of your fans, Eric, who put John Cena. <laughs> That's a good one. What was the movie he did with the parents um, where they followed their daughters around on prom night? B- the um, blockers, C-block? I think. It, the the blockers. That was a, that was funny. He's hilarious. Um, my favorite actually comes from Twitter. I post on Twitter, by the way, at Andrea K Show. And somebody said Ted Nugent, which <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, uh, on a serious tip, though, and thank you for those who suggested me. I'm way too honest. I'm way too intolerant. Can't ha- I, I? I would. Did you jump out and choke some of those well, some yeah. media people? You know, the, the, the people threaten to choke Sarah Sanders. I, you know, there ain't no way that I could put up with April what, Ryan and Jim Acosta because you know what? I have very little tolerance for liars and, and people that can't have an honest conversation and people that pretend like they're journalists, but when but they're really there. I mean, anybody they stand up and it's supposed to be asking a question, right? But no, that what they do is they make false accusations and hurl insults and I'm, I would not have the ability uh, to handle uh, the kind of 
smearing and and def- defamation and the personal attacks that come their way. But then again, that's why Sarah Sanders, they kind of stopped doing these press conferences because they were literally hijacking what was supposed to be information given to the American people and they hijacked it and used it as a tool, as a weapon against uh, Sarah Sanders and the president of the United States. So, but it, it, I'm still, the question still is open. Who do you guys think should replace Sarah, Stan- Sarah Sanders? Uh, still controversy. I talked about it on last night's show that President Trump had said in an interview with George Stephanopoulos, yeah, somebody's got somebody, some, somebody from around the world's got some information on one of uh, a, a campaign opponent. Yeah, I'd take the phone call. Why wouldn't I? Oh my gosh, the out, the gnaw-boning over that today. I mean, first, the obvious, setting aside the obvious, that not only is he right that Congress people absolutely would take the information, but let's talk about the obvious that the Democrats, not only will they take the phone call, take the information, but they actually, the Democrat candidate who hijacked illegally the DNC, by the way, actually paid for through a money laundering scheme, by the way, through her law firm, Perkins Coy, actually paid a foreign operative to go to Russia and use Russian foreign agents to craft lies. Trump's like, hey, you got some dish? It's called, you know, Dish and Dirt or, you know, The Dish. There used to be a gossip, you know, show on e-channel called The Dish. So uh, all Trump's saying, you got some dish? Yeah, I would take the phone call and then I would decide what to do with it. So aside from the obvious that Hillary Clinton, and and not only did the Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton solicit oppo research, they solicited lies from foreign governments and foreign agents because we still don't even know the British government's role, Australia government's role, and ambassadors supposedly were involved in this. But then the Democrat Party used those lies and smears to perpetrate a fraud on the courts to illegally spy on the opposition party. So setting aside... That aspect of it. A lot of people are thinking today, well, maybe there was some brilliant strategy on Trump's part for saying this. I don't think it was, I don't think there was strategy in advance. I don't, he obviously didn't know the question was coming. But I think that he's, his gut instinct is always right on that whenever he answers a question honestly and with, it, with authenticity, he's a winner because he's absolutely right. You got to be the most mind-numbingly brain-dead bent on the planet to not know that every congressperson, everybody running for office, willingly accepts dirt on their opponent. And of course, Al Gore handed it over to the FBI when he received stolen goods. That's an entirely different situation. Um, so he was honest there. And you know what? Anytime he's honest, he's appreciated. And his gut instinct was to be honest then because if he wasn't, Y'all don't believe that there would be some phony operative on the phone or sending him an email like within five minutes of that to trap him? Well, you said to Stephanopoulos you wouldn't take the information and somebody called in or sent you an email and you took it. So we had to be honest in that moment. Now, do I do think that people questioning today the decision to actually do this interview? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure, as Rush was saying today, I'm not really sure doing these interviews moves the dial forward for him. I don't think he really gains anything from it. I think um, really, I think he should continue to use social media and get his message out going around the media. I think I would avoid doing these interviews as much as possible with him. Another point that was Stephanopoulos made was, well, the FBI, your FBI director says that you should you should contact the FBI if you get information. Really? Really, Christopher Ray? Trump says, well, that's wrong. And, and Trump is right. Since when is the FBI supposed to be a tip line for gossip? 
And that's exactly what this is. Gossip. That's what oppo research is. It's gossip. Now, if it involves a crime, then you like Al Gore getting something stolen, then, of course, you're going to turn it over to the government. Absolutely. So, you know, it's disturbing to me. If Christopher Wray is sitting back, chiming in, and actually thinking that the, that the FBI should be more concerned with being the tip line for gossip versus what happened with an illegal spying and illegal counterintelligence campaign and a, and, and, and a fraud propagated on the courts and a weaponized FBI and DOJ that went after Michael Flynn in the way that it did. And Manafort and Roger Stone and others, really, if that's what Christopher Ray is concerned about, then I hope that he's the next person to be on the chopping block because that's absolutely absurd and ridiculous. Trump was absolutely correct. It's oppo research, man. This is what happens. This is what goes on. It's absolutely correct. Oh, and, and, you know, did Adam Schiff, when Adam Schiff got got uh, called, you're, uh, according to George Stephanopoulos, the FBI says the second you get an email, you're supposed to immediately get on the phone with the FBI. Well, Adam Schiff didn't. Do you guys remember when Adam Schiff was contacted by some Russian intelligence operatives? It's been a while. It's been about a year. So, you know, I, we DJ uh, Carrot Sticks actually pulled some really fascinating, um, I, hopefully this has been declassified by uh, the U.S. intelligence agencies for us to get this. Because, I mean, this is really like some serious intel here. Take a listen. Our Russian friends may be listening to the conversation, so I wouldn't share anything over the phone that you don't want them to hear. Yes. No, I don't think that it will impact on our investigation. Yes. Well, uh, please, go ahead then. In November 2013, Mr. Trump visited Moscow. He visited uh, competition Miss Universe, and there he met uh, with the Russian journalist and celebrity Ksenia Sobchak. Uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, can you explain that again? While he was in Moscow in November 2013, he met with a, a journalist and, and... Well, she's poor journalist. <laughs> but anyway, uh, she became famous because of uh, Putin is her godfather. Okay, Putin is godfather. Okay. <laughs> I, have to, I have to pause. That's Adam Schiff literally taking notes as he's being punked by some dudes. Well, did he immediately? Uh, he, this phone call was already already set up. Somebody set up that phone call for him. And he's warning them, hey, there may be some people listening. He didn't contact the FBI. No. In fact, he's sitting there taking notes like he's taking this thing seriously. There's even more. And she met with Trump and she brought him one hour Russian girl, celebrity Olga Buzova, <laughs> who also known as a person with a strange reputation. Olga, and, and how do you spell her name? Olga Buzova. Buzova. Um, so yes. Olga Buzova is a uh, friend of the, uh, the reporter Sovchek. Yes, she's a friend of reporter and I think the special agent of Russian Secret Service, Ksenia Sobchak. Um, that Sobchak is or Olga is? No, Sobchak is Ksenia. <laughs> He's like literally trying to keep up with it. This last quote I think might be my favorite. Listen to this. Absolutely. And she got uh, compromising materials on trap after their uh, short relations. Okay. And, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. <laughs> and I love here, I love how he says, what's the nature of the compromise? He's using that Russian language. You guys have probably heard this before. But, you know, I wish that, that Trump had remembered that in the interview with Stephanopoulos. Because, I mean, you know, did Adam Schiff immediately get on the phone with the FBI? 
No, he's sitting there taking notes and taking it absolutely seriously. You know what? If SNL still had a, had good comedy writers, this skit they would be doing this skit and be riffing on Schiff like every Saturday night. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to get serious when we come back. We got to talk to Jesse Jane Duff about what's happening with Iran, because we've got the Iran says it wasn't them who torpedoed a couple of oil tankers and at the uh, where we have the um, the uh, the shipping lanes. And if those shipping lanes get uh, get become an area of battle, and we're not able to get products related to the oil industry, this is this is a very serious attack on us, attack on the West, and Mike Pompeo is flat out blaming Iran. Are we close to going to war with them? Jesse Jane Duff will be here to answer that question. So don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day out of BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the DRE 01943736 and MLF Woman 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. HelpWantedSanDiego.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Oh, Lindsay, come in. Looks like little Nathan is fitting right in at the office. He loves bringing your child to work, Dave. How would he feel about a more long-term position at the company? What do you mean? Well, there's an opening in senior management. I think Nathan would be a perfect fit. He's six? Well, HR wants me to find better candidates than those huge online job sites, and Nathan is local, so what do you say? Uh, Something in accounting, then? He looks like he's got a head for numbers. He's in the first grade. He literally just learned subtraction. Oh, good enough for me. I'll see you both here on Monday, 9 a.m. sharp. But he has school. 
on Monday? Our school's overrated. I'm offering on-the-job training. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at helpwantedsandiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. There might be danger lurking inside your electrical panel, and you might not even know it. Hi, I'm Romo, field manager at ER Electric. In the last 20 years of working in the field, I've met many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards that exist in their electrical system. A simple electrical panel inspection tune-up can be the solution to save you a lot of trouble, inconvenience, and money. Don't risk putting your family and house in danger. If you're experiencing flickering or dimming lights, partial power, or high electrical bills, you could have an outdated electrical system. ER Electric is offering you a free electrical panel tune up inspection when you call us at 858-877-8229 call us now and schedule your appointment and i will personally take your call 858-877-8229 at er electric we put the safety of your family and home ahead of profits call now 858-877-8229 or visit erelectricsd.com fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Big news today. Um, Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, is, is leaving the White House and leave, leaving her job as White House spokesperson. That's really big news. Big, big shoes to fill there with her. So it's interesting. I put out the question today on Facebook and Twitter. Who you guys think should replace Sarah Sanders? Um, another person that I'm seeing mentioned quite a bit is, in addition to Laura Ingram, Sebastian Gorka, uh, I'm seeing Candace Owens being mentioned. And so I got to pose this question to uh, my guests coming up here. We also had major news where I think it was two oil tankers in the Strait of Hormuz, which is the main shipping lanes uh, for oil which it, it, and products related to oil, were attacked today. Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, has flat out accused Iran of that. And I can't think of a better person to have on the show tonight than to discuss this than Jesse Jane Duff. Y'all know her. She's Gunnery Sergeant, USMC, retired, also senior fellow for the London Center of Policy Research, and she joins me here now. Hey, Miss Jesse Jane Duff, welcome back to the show. Hey, good evening. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here, not for to talk about Iran, of course, but I mean, I'm excited to be on your show. Well, thank you. Okay, I got to ask you, girl, um, I was surprised, were you, that Sarah Huckabee Sanders announced she's leaving, and who who do you, who's in your top three to fill her shoes? Well, for, I'm actually not surprised. There had been a leak about two months ago that she would be leaving, and she denied it. But it would make sense. Most press secretaries don't go for the full four years. It's an exceptionally stressful position for them. They're bombarded repeatedly by questions that often seem to be overly aggressive. You're consistently put in a defensive posture. It's very difficult to maintain a good, positive energy level when it's consistently such a negative, toxic uh, question and answer period that often this media presents towards the president. So, no, I'm not surprised. She is a mother with children, I am quite impressed that she was able to accomplish as much as she has, particularly with the grace that she has. I posted a thank you to her on Twitter tonight, 
And it was pretty sad to see all of the replies to my tweet. Many overwhelming negative, I guess uh, trolls must have picked me up and forwarded around to their fellow trolls because there's been an overwhelming number of supportive tweets that I've retweeted, people talking to her. I'm hopeful that she sees these tweets because she truly is uh, is a loved woman by the conservatives and those who support President Trump. She has done one heck of a job supporting him and pushing back on the negative narrative and the toxic environment that the media has tried to create for this president. I can't say enough favorable things about her. She came out of nowhere. I mean, three and a half years ago, she wasn't somebody that I knew. We all knew her father. I've been on her father's show. And to see her come along, I am just astounded. She's been a jewel. I don't know who can fill her shoes, to be honest. She's leaving a big pair of shoes behind that I think a lot of people are going to slip and stumble out of. Well, what size pump do you wear, girl? Because I think you do a pretty good job. (laughs) You you might want to step into those pumps. No, I think that the level of hate that showed up on Twitter today under the hashtag by Felicia and all this kind of stuff, the the level of hate that goes against a conservative uh, one who's who's in the public arena to that that extent is always in proportion portion to um, what a good job they've done in terms of pushing back against the left and their false narratives and their propaganda. And I don't know how she has managed to do it because this was was a woman, let me remind everybody, who uh, she and her children were chased Uh out of a restaurant and followed Uh down the street being heckled and Uh harassed in a just absolutely despicable way. And yet she continued to hang in there and, you know, God bless her. And, you know, some people are saying maybe she's going to be the next governor at at some point, governor of Arkansas. And that could be what she's got uh, down the road for her, but her future is bright, whatever she chooses to do. Got to shift gears because I'm not going to waste my time having Jesse J. Duff on the show, this military mind, because, uh, we see these tankers, one of which uh, – well, I, there's different reports as to whether or not it was a torpedo or a drone strike or whatever. It doesn't matter to me what method was used to blow up these tankers, um, but it happened today. Mike Pompeo yep. comes out, squarely blames Iran. Iran denies it. Mm-hmm. Of course, CNN's like asking him in a press conference, where's the proof? Like he's supposed to give classified yeah. information out there. But he, we, the United States of America is flat out accusing Iran – doesn't that put us in the position to retaliate in some form? How do you think the U.S. should respond here? I don't expect the U.S. to uh, respond. And this is why, first of all, there have been about five attacks within the last several weeks. Um, many got, Several didn't get any publicity. There was a missile attack right outside of the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, um, in Baghdad. That was I didn't, you know, I wasn't even aware of it until I listened to Secretary Pompeo's speech today. There was another uh, land explosion that had uh, destroyed a vehicle in Afghanistan. Four U.S. service members were injured. So these are two things that got little or no publicity. However, the Houthi-backed rebels had sent drones in that attacked the oil pipelines in uh, Saudi Arabia. We saw the other shipping lanes. There were commercial ships that were attacked, I believe, on May 12th or 14th, four of them. And I don't expect, because we have not had a death toll right now, and these attacks, oh, in fact, yesterday there was an attack by the Houthi rebels into an airport that actually went into a terminal, and 26 people were wounded. 
The U.S. is going to be very cautious because right now what Iran is trying to claim is a false flag, that it's not us, it's not us, we didn't do anything, we're so innocent. What they want the U.S. to do is respond aggressively because they will have a PR campaign going that mm-hmm. it's our fault, it's because of us, and then maybe they could gin up some support from their own Iranian people. Right mm-hmm. now the Iranian people are not supporting these mullahs who basically have robbed them of all mm-hmm. of their wealth and riches and pushed it into the Iranian revolution. Revolutionary Guard. We know this particular attack was not a proxy attack because the level of uh, expertise, mm-hmm. precision, right. capability, the armament that was used, this is only capable of the Iranians themselves. So we know if we go in and start bombing everything, which some people probably would like to see us do, and many people would not like to see us do, we are playing into their hand to generate support and get international acclaim against the U.S., so we have to hold back. We did send in a, a ship that quickly picked up the sailors that were attacked off of that uh, Japanese carrier that they had attacked while the prime minister of Japan was there trying to negotiate with them. Wow. Uh, it's really appalling to see their behavior, and they think it's uh, a joke. If They think it's comical. We're, we have nothing to say to President Trump. He's not worthy of us. They know darn well they are desperate. They need the attention. They need the international community to come to their rally cries of please let them seek nuclear capability. And that's what they're after. And they're going to fail at this. They're going to collapse. I would dare to say they're going to irk Saudi Arabia to a point that there may be a response by Saudi Arabia versus the U.S. because the Saudis have clearly turned against Iran some time ago now. Right. Well, but if but if we're using Saudi Arabia as a proxy, I mean, I don't want us to end up looking like the paper tiger, like we were accused of being after Mogadishu. You know, at what point, you know, at what yeah, point does the U.S. flex their muscles here? I, well, the U.S. already has flexed its muscles. That's why Iran is behaving in this way. Mm-hmm. The sanctions have been so severe that those allies that were given uh, waivers, essentially, to purchase oil from Iran have been cut off. All the countries that have get, been getting oil knew they had to stop. Otherwise, the U.S. would seize many of their assets. You know, I, I don't know if that's the correct way of putting it, but our Treasury Department has a big implication upon anybody who is ignoring the sanctions. So countries like Turkey, China, even Japan no longer have the accommodation to purchase that oil. We are having a dire effect upon them right now. We are flexing our muscle. And the president does not want to start any type of war with Mm -hmm. this country. What he's watching, we have a lot of options. We're going to be very strategic. And if we do strike, it's going to be in a manner that sends a severe punch and breaks the nose. But we don't have to end up taking out the entire regime. Simply put, that would cause a war. Well, the Iran was yammering the other day. I can't remember how long ago it was now that, oh, the United States was engaged in economic terrorism. Well, you know, sir, I, I don't think that attacking oil tankers in, in this manner is going to prompt the U.S. government to start writing more checks. I mean, we don't have Obama at the helm at this point. Well, it, it no, will be. La- yeah, it's laughable. They would call as a call, call us terrorists, considering that they have aggressively been killing Americans for the last 36 mm-hmm. years, starting in 1983 with over 200 Marines that were killed in the dead of night in Lebanon by Iranian back Hezbollah. And then we can go to the Air Force barracks that were in Saudi Arabia. There were embassies attacked, then the USS Cole. I could go on and yeah. on for 36 years. The blood is on their hands. And we are now at a point where we are choking them off. And we have Arab allies that are supporting 
supporting us. So this is a big turn of events for us compared to maybe 15 years ago. Well, Jesse Jane Duff, everybody needs to follow her at Jesse Jane Duff on Twitter, a senior fellow at the London Center of Policy Research and in a real live American hero. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your expertise. I appreciate it. All right. Now, stay tuned. Uh, We got more coming up. We've got uh, we've got a guilty plea involving a U.S. congressperson here in San Diego. We got to talk about what happens next. We're going to talk about that. We've also got uh, our next guest is going to be talking about in our pop the pop culture segment about this Netflix special uh, that he refers to um, as a prop, a racist there's a what this next guest is referring to as a Netflix film that is a racist propaganda film targeting whites, and it involves. Did you care, Stacey? Did you ever hear about the Central Park jogger, jogger case? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what uh, we're going to be talking about next. Now we'd love to hear from you. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Who do you think should replace Sarah Sanders? Stay tuned. We're AK Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kay for Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 cents 10, $100 cents 4, $50 cents 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Dentists from all over the world travel to learn from Dr. Jeff Gray. He is a clinical instructor at the Coy Center in Seattle, Washington. It's one of the top postgraduate teaching centers in the world. And he travels there several times a year to teach and share his experience with other dentists regarding the most complex and comprehensive dental care that exists. And he and Dr. Hurtado also train at the Coy Center from other dentists so they can be prepared to give you the best care possible for your oral health. And aren't those the type of doctors that you will trust your oral health to. Because oral health is overall health. Bleeding gums are not normal and can lead to many health problems, including heart attack, stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, even 
cancer. It's very important to take care of your oral health. And with Dr. Jeff Gray and Dr. Hurtado, there's no scolding. They're not going to make you feel bad if it's been decades since you've been to the dentist. They're just glad you're there. Call and mention this station for your one-on-one appointment. 619-337-7700 or Jeff Gray with an A. Jeff Gray. DDS. It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants. You get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales, limescale buildup, and leaves you with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Superior Water launched their company right here on KCBQ over 20 years ago. Now they're offering the answer Waterboy discount. $500 off any Waterboy Whole House System. Call 1-800-WATERBOY today for a free estimate and water test. The Waterboy also extends the life of your appliance and even improves dry skin. The Waterboy has five-star ratings and is maintenance-free with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask for the Answer Waterboy discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY or visit superiorwater.com. And remember, bad water is a serious problem and the Waterboy is your answer. Make the change this spring to have fresh-tasting water from every tap. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. Superior water you'll enjoy. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I guess it's Throwback Thursday, and on this Pop the Pop Culture segment here for tonight, we're going to go all the way back to uh, what I thought people referred to as a case called the Central Park Jogger which is uh, a woman who was uh, was savagely attacked and beaten. Uh, but for, if my memory serves, but for some freezing cold weather, she would have died. And five young people, there was something happening in the Central Park at that time called wildings, gangs of young people running all around and attacking people. Uh, there was five people that were, five young people that were convicted of the attack on her. And... Uh, Netflix has done a movie about it. My guest says that uh, this movie is a racist propaganda film targeting whites, and he's here to explain it's John Perrazzo. Hey, John, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you. Nice to be with you, Andrea. Thank you. Okay, so um, I, I think I laid the groundwork for this. I'm, I, you know, I thought we already knew about this case. They brutally attacked this woman. Um, so uh, it, as, tell me about why this story is being told now and why you're considering it a propaganda film. Well, uh, Andrea, it's really a rewriting of history is what's happening now. Uh, it's being billed as, as an expose of uh, racism in the American criminal justice system. It's portraying the prosecutor and the police at the time as incompetent or as bigoted. And what's, what it's leaving out, and, it's, and, and that's why I call it a rewriting of history, is that all five of these individuals at the time uh, provided very vivid testimony uh, demonstrating really beyond any reasonable doubt that they were absolutely part of that group of, of people that attacked this uh, jogger. Her name was Trisha Miley, mm-hmm. and they all admitted that they, uh, and, they and, and in separate in separate testimony, they all admitted that they had charged the woman, they punched her, they threw her to the ground, they stomped on her, they stripped her of her clothing and her undergarments, and they uh, molested her in, in various ways. Um, only one person ultimately did uh, Rape her. penetrate her vaginally, uh, and that person was not found for a number of years. But these five individuals did everything else, in, in, 
including essentially beating her to within an inch of her life. Yeah, and if I remember right, I'm flashing back on this. This was a long time ago, and, you know, I, I wasn't a child, but I wasn't terribly old. Um, I think that her skull was cracked open, and and she only managed to survive and only went into a coma because it was so cold that her blood coagulated. And uh, she didn't, her brain didn't bleed out everywhere like it normally would have. Why were there, why, but, but, um, you know, the, the name of this Netflix project is the true story of how a city in fear brutalized the Central Park Five. The fact that they're calling, they're, they're naming that the title, the, the, what was brutalized was, was this poor woman, John, uh, but their sentences were vacated. Why did that happen? And they actually then sued New York and got $41 million. Help me to understand. If they were guilty, yes, uh, how, Andrew, why that, that happened? That happened uh, 13 years after the fact. It was in 2002. Actually, 2003, the, the, the convictions were vacated. But in 2002, another individual by the name of Matthias Reyes, he was a, a lifelong uh, serial rapist and, and convicted murderer who was serving a 33 years to life sentence in prison, suddenly out of the blue came out inexplicably and claimed that he himself was the rapist who attacked the Central Park jogger, and he said that he did it alone. He said he acted by himself. So authorities uh, confirmed his claim. They, they matched up his DNA with the DNA uh, that was collected from the victim on the night of the attack 13 years earlier. It matched, so he was definitely the, the, the rapist. Now, People, authorities always knew that there was at least one other person, mm-hmm. probably more than one, who had not been uh, captured mm-hmm. in this case. They, they always knew that, the, that there were others who were missing. Because there were gangs I, in I, doing these things called wildings happening at the time. So because this one guy's finally found and his DNA is confirmed, they decided to, leave, to let the other five uh, skate, which is absolutely abysmal. Why is this movie involving Trump? And her interpretation of Trump's words. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What, what, what I'm you reading a about? description here that somehow this this DeVernay or whatever her name is, the woman who did this project, is somehow trying to blame Trump in some way for this and attaching somehow this with, with Donald Trump? Well, she, at the time that this all happened, Donald Trump um, spent about $85,000 on some uh, full-page ads in four different New York newspapers, and he never specifically mentioned the Central Park Five in the in the ads, but he did talk about New York City uh, being. It was a time when crime was skyrocketing in New York. It was the Dinkins administration. It was a it was a terrible time in New York, and he talked. Uh, Trump talked about crazed misfits was the words he used. He talked about bringing back the death penalty to New York. He talked about how sad it was that. Uh, families of all ethnic backgrounds, and he mentioned black, white, Asian, Hispanic, couldn't walk in the park anymore safely. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, I don't want to understand the criminal's anger anymore. I want them to understand our anger, and I want them to be punished if, in fact, they kill us, and they should be executed for their crimes if they kill. Well, Ava DuVernay was interviewed about this, and she called that, she used the word disgusting. She said that Trump's, the, the language that Trump used in those ads was disgusting, and she uh, equated it with the expression of racism. She she doesn't believe he would have used that language. 
if the uh, defendants were not black and Hispanic. That's so ridiculous. As though Trump would be okay with gangs of, of white people running around assaulting women and leaving them, you know, to with their brains cracked open in Central Park. I mean, this is so it's, – it's insane. And the reason why – even if you're not familiar with the story out there, listeners, we've got to understand and point out when there – when we have revisionist history going on, this is part of the cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric, fabric of our country, to play into identity politics, to tell you know, different uh, different identity groups, you're victimized here and you're victims of white America, even if it means literally spinning and lying about the facts of cases. And it's and it's despicable. And what we'll, and what we're doing. And oh, by the way, you know, this constant drumbeat of trumping a racist who watched the press conference today of him with his uh, second chance hiring programs that he's done today. I mean, he's certainly done more for the black community in this country than the first black president or Obama by the way. So, you know, I think it's important for people to understand. Somebody said on Facebook that Netflix is, is just nothing but a socialist propaganda outlet. We, we've got to out every time we have this kind of leftist propaganda going on. We've got it's bad enough. It's in our schools. We've got it in our media, the entertainment industry. I mean, the left is nothing but liars and propagandist. Uh, John Perazzo, you have a book about how Democrats have destroyed cities, though. It's called Betrayal. Yes. Yes, it's a pamphlet. It's a it's a it's a new pamphlet, and it's it basically uh, talks about the cities in America where Democrats have been politically in charge for anywhere from a few years to, to decades and even generations on end, and it, it just shows that the vast majority of American cities where crime rates and poverty rates are skyrocketing out of control, have been in democratic uh, political control for many years. Yeah, like uh, New Orleans, um, like Chicago. Um, I don't know how recently you wrote that book. You might want to update it because now we got L.A. where we've got 150,000 homeless and we've got typhoid from rats. And, you know, I mean, you know, uh, everything Democrats and their policies touch, you know, turn turn to Venezuela and turn to right. streets covered in hypodermic needle, needles and human waste. There's a poop map and in San Francisco. continue to get yeah. vast majorities of the black and Hispanic vote always um, portraying themselves as the saviors of the common man when, in fact, their policies have done great damage to the common man. Well, the, movies like this that are propagandist and and uh, accuse, you know, uh, and uh, that are – how is it put here? A racist propaganda film targeting whites, I mean, rewriting history, it, that hurts everybody, and it's, it's a shame that that's happening in the country. John Perazzo, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrea. It was my pleasure. Thank All right. You. Now, stay tuned because we come back. We got breaking news coming out of San Diego today. National news, by the way, involving one of the few Republican Congress people we got left in the state of California. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. President Trump scored a big win last week after his weeks-long confrontation with Mexico over our neighbor's lax enforcement of its southern border. And it's left his critics sputtering. They are scrambling to find some way of containing what is a clear Trump triumph. And their flailing about denies the obvious. President Trump played high-stakes poker, and he won a big round with Mexico on border security. Media elites, well, many just deny it. The voters, though, and I don't mean the Twitter Democrats, but voters of all ages and ideologies are a pretty smart bunch. They know generally that tariffs are a lousy idea in terms of economic growth. They know, too, that tariffs can be a blunt instrument of national power in confrontations unrelated to economic growth. Trump's record may be mixed, but not last week. Last week, he won big. He should resume his full push for immigration reform and border security talks with Democrats right now. It might actually work. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. I'm sure you heard by now, this is a year to go solar. After this year, the maximum federal tax credit of 30% will drop. Hi, I'm Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a Marine Corps veteran and a licensed electrical contract. Give me a call and I will personally come out and give you a free estimate and evaluate your home for solar. The most important aspect of going solar is your electrical panel. It's the nerve center of your home. Because I'm a licensed electrical contractor, not only can I install your solar system, I'll be able to upgrade your electrical panel to solar ready if needed. Keegan Electric Solar uses in-phase microinverters and includes free per-panel monitoring so you can keep track of what your system is producing right from your smart device. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call today at 619-742-8376 or go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's Keegan Electric Solar, 619-742-8376. Financing available. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end the day higher, still building up technical strength for a run at a record level just 2% above. But today, anyway, China trade talks and Fed rate speculation was overshadowed by rising oil prices and falling treasury rates. Iran, you see, attacking two tankers in the Persian Gulf. One of them, owned by a Norwegian firm, Frontline, is burning and may sink. The irony is that Frontline was up 10% today, Now, this is in retaliation for U.S. sanctions. But as over 20% of the world's market of oil flows through this area, it must remain open at any cost. U.S. military forces are on alert. And tomorrow, however, it'll be on to Japan and the G20 meeting this weekend. Now, there's a very slim hope for a trade deal out of this. Both sides have hardened their position. So it's possible, especially if nobody expects it. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um, certainly you guys have heard of uh, you, not everybody maybe, but most of y'all out there, because you're you've Andrea Kay Show listeners and uh 
especially the ones in San Diego, you know that we've got Duncan Hunter, second generation uh, Duncan Hunter congressman here in San Diego. He and his wife, Margaret, were indicted on 60 criminal counts related to the misuse of campaign funds and trying to conceal illegal spending in the middle of uh, Duncan Hunter's campaign. There were even some conservatives at the time in 2016 who had said, well, he should drop out of the race. And I was like, are we, you know, are we not innocent until proven guilty in this country? If he gets convicted, then we'll deal with it, right? Uh, that's what some of the out, he was, even conservatives, though, some in San Diego annoyed me because they were like, well, I've read the indictment. It's clear that they did it because, uh, you know, supposedly they paid, okay, $600 to fly a pet rabbit. Uh, um, charge trips to Italy and Hawaii, school tuition. Um, however, we are still supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. They had repaid $60,000. Um, you know, I also feel like I should remind everybody that Ilhan Omar was just recently busted for campaign fi- uh, violations, campaign fund violations. She also was just busted for filing fraudulent tax returns, and all she got was a $5,000 penalty. She, she wasn't even indicted on anything. So both uh, Duncan Hunter and his wife originally pled not guilty. Well, today, uh, Margaret Hunter went into court and pled guilty. And the guilty count that she pled to uh, was the one involving conspiracy with Duncan Hunter. And that has led people to think, okay, dude's going down. So there's a lot of people today on the news in San Diego talking about what's going to happen next criminally. But I got curious as to, okay, what happens if he gets convicted? And did you guys know that under House rules... Uh, that it is not mandated under House rules or under the U.S. Constitution that if you get convicted of a crime in this country that you lose your job in the House of Representatives. Well, my gut reaction as an American citizen would be, hold up now. How, how If D.J. Carrotsticks and I get convicted of a crime, we might get fired here and lose our gig here at Salem, okay? Um, but if, in the House of Representatives, um, they advise, but they and this is from the L.A. Times, They advise, but they do not mandate that a city member who's sentenced to two or more years in prison step down from committee, even committee, or refrain from voting. Um, So after his indictment, Hunter actually broke up from standard practice and declined to step down from his committee post. He wasn't going anywhere. He decided to do what the Democrats do. They don't don't do anything. They don't give up their seats. Um, However, Paul Ryan threatened to strip him of his committee, so he went ahead and stepped down. In the case of a conviction, according to the L.A. Times, the leader of the majority party can ask and pressure a member to step aside, but they don't have to. If uh, Here's the way it works. If Hunter is convicted and it appears that uh, he has to be in prison, there would be pressure from the party leadership to, for him to step down. Um, you know, because, you know, who who really wants, you know, a committee member behind bars? But the only way a member can be forcibly removed is by expulsion. So, you know, which doesn't happen very often. It's uncommon. It's happened five times in the House. The last time it happened was in 2002. Do you remember James Trafficant? No, Garrett Sticks. He was from Ohio and had that really weird hair. He was convicted of racketeering and other felonies. In the Senate, there's been 15 expulsions since 1789, only 15. 14 of those senators were expelled for supporting the Confederacy. Other than expulsion, the House can censor or reprimand a member, um, such as in 1979, Charles Diggs of Michigan was censored after he was convicted on 11 counts of mail fraud and 18 counts of making false statements. So what happens with censure is that the members have to stand at the well of the House in front of everybody and receive a formal and public disapproval. Which is like nothing, basically. They try. It's basically public shaming. 
And then they're stripped of their committee duties. Uh, reprimand most of the time comes in the form of a letter uh, that's in a private meeting. So if he's convicted and, you know, um, he don't, might he might stand his ground and say, hey, I ain't going anywhere. Y'all got to expose, uh, you know. Don't they have to make the meetings, though? Don't they have to show up for the meetings and for the votes? You, no, they don't have to vote. They don't have to necessarily show up to vote. Oftentimes they don't come down to vote. You know, so um, if he does end up needing to be replaced, because chances are, I mean, how many times do we have Republicans that are willing to stand their ground? I mean, we cave. That's what Republicans do. So if he does get convicted and he does step down uh, or gets, you know, uh, expulsed or what's the what's the expulsion? Exfoliated. (laughs) Then what would happen? It was be a special election. And in California, the special election is typically called within 14 days. And then the election is held 126 to 140 days after uh, that proclamation. So the seat could sit empty uh, for a long time. So that's that's what can happen. I found that to be interesting. I I just picture him on on a meeting and he's on the phone. He's only but he's only got 10 minutes in the jail. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, your call is up. You know? Yeah. Or, or he's like, Hey, you know, tell, you know, trying to bribe the other dudes to let him have, you know, better phone privileges, you know? So, um, it, it, I gotta say it ain't looking good for him. DJ Kirstix. When the wife pleads guilty to the one count out of 60 that involves a conspiracy with him. That's what they say that uh, usually would lead to people to believe that she's going to testify against him. Yeah. She, he threw her under the bus. Yeah, initially he was like, so, yeah, well, she's the one who handled all the money, and then he got in trouble for that. So this may be her way of saying, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with the prosecutors here, and you know what? I'm gonna, if i got to go down, man, you got to go down. Because, you know, when we had Duke Cunningham, who was clearly on the take, dude was, a, was retired Navy, Navy hero, by the way. And yeah, you get a pension, but it ain't a whole lot. It ain't enough to be buying a 10,000 square foot house in Rancho Santa Fe. Okay. Uh, so he, when he went down, he did a deal that left his, his wife and his, his family uh, without facing prosecution. I think, but I don't think that Cunningham's wife was involved in any way with campaigns and handling the money. I think here that these two really don't have a whole lot, you know, a leg to stand on. It remains to be seen. But, you know, um, if he ends up going down, we'll have a special election. I don't think his competitors have a shot. I think that that's, as of right now, it's a fairly solidly conservative district. Yeah, I you agree. Know, so we'll see. Um, so you got any big plans for Friday, for this weekend? Um, not of as of yet. No, I do not. Okay, what well, about yourself? Uh, no, you know, we do have on, on tomorrow night's show, got to tell y'all, on Friday fun day, we, we might have a little fun giveaway for you guys. A good one. Yeah, we got a good one. We can't tell you exactly what it is because we hadn't figured it all out yet. (laughs) I should go back and read some of the comments and see if anybody's put anything new in terms of who they're recommending for uh, Sarah Sanders' replacement and to see if the tide has turned. Um, I'm going to read some comments here. Uh, C.V. Burton says Iran, encouraged by the left, are trying to provoke Trump as they hide behind plausible deniability ahead of our next elections. Um, trying to provoke Trump. Yeah, they're trying to provoke Trump. Uh, that's what Iran does. Um, you know, it's it's interesting that Mike Pompeo should say it's got to be Iran. Uh, in addition to classified information, they had the means to do it. They also had the money, thanks to Obama. Using how much of United States American taxpayer money was used in Iran's attacks today. Absolutely crazy. 
Um, let's see if we've got any other people making suggestions for replacing Sarah Sanders. Um, oh, Sandra Stevens says she dumped Netflix uh, for Obama. Yeah, there, I can't wait to see the propaganda pieces that Netflix is going to be putting out uh, with Obama producing him. Why would anybody hire Obama? Dude ain't never produced anything in his life except lies. Well, maybe maybe that's all they need. You know, there you go. Um, maybe it's science fiction. Yeah. Um, let's read a couple of other comments here. Nobody else has got any other suggestions. I mean, mainly all I'm seeing is really for replacing Sarah Sanders, as I'm seeing Sebastian Gorka, a lot of people for Candace Owens. I saw earlier today Laura Ingram, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being Laura Ingram because, I mean, how many times is she has she been under assault against her sponsors to try to take her show down? Might be easier for her to just go, you know what? I'll take the spokesperson gig and, instead of constantly being under fire by the people trying to destroy her in her career. She'd do a bang-up job of that. She would for sure. All right, we're going to be right back here tomorrow night, Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.